Good morning, everyone. Good morning. My name is Patty. My Dharma name is Wan Unhewa. And my topic today is one that's um, a favorite of mine. I've actually given this talk a couple of times before on retreat with Reverend Wang Gong at the Wan Dharma Center. I particularly love this talk because I think it's such a good um, explanation or intro to the genius of Master Sotisan. So, let's talk about the threefold practice. In Wan Buddhism, it is one of our most fundamental teachings. And it's essentially a distillation and clarification of the Eightfold Path taught by Sakyamuni Buddha. Many of you are no doubt familiar with the Eightfold Path. The eight parts of the path are commonly translated as follows. Right view, right to resolve. Oh, and by right, we don't mean here right versus wrong, but right as in proper or appropriate. So right view, right resolve, right speech, right conduct, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right concentration. In some Buddhist traditions, there's a tenfold path, which adds right knowledge and right liberation. I find this terminology a little confusing and difficult to retain and absorb. Master Sotisan, the founding teacher of Wan Buddhism, wanted to create a new, modern Buddhism that was more accessible and practical for people living in a secular as opposed to a monastic environment. And therefore, he taught the threefold path. Personally, I find it easier to sort of hang on to, um, easier to carry around in my head and actually use. The items in the Eightfold Path basically fall into three categories anyway. These categories, loosely defined, have to do with, one, meditating and cultivating our spiritual nature, two, gaining knowledge, insight, and wisdom, and three, practicing moral virtue. Though the relative order in the list and the relative importance to attaining enlightenment have been debated in many traditions over the years, Master Sotasan emphasized the equal and interdependent nature of all three. For example, he stated that the cause of being either distracted or peaceful when practicing meditation is whether or not in action you are always doing the right thing. In other words, being out of sync with moral precepts inhibits focus and equanimity. In our temple service, we often chant or read the essential dharmas of daily practice. The first three of these, the essential dharmas, are based on the threefold practice. That is, if you recall, let us free ourselves from disturbance and maintain equanimity. Let us free ourselves from ignorance and maintain wisdom. And let us free ourselves from wrongdoing and follow the precepts. Likewise, the last paragraph of the Ilwan Song vow, 
It's based on the threefold practice. We vow to cultivate our minds, know human affairs and universal principles, and use our minds and bodies wisely. So what, what are we talking about? First, cultivating spirit and equanimity through various forms of meditation. Secondly, gaining wisdom into the true nature of reality and letting go of delusion through learning, study, inquiry, and observation. And thirdly, letting go of wrongdoing by following moral precepts. So let's talk about these in a little more detail. First, cultivation of spirit, or samadhi. In the Eightfold Path, this is expressed as right effort, right mindfulness, and right concentration. Samadhi is a Sanskrit word that means achieving a state of intense concentration and focus. Often we refer to it as one-pointedness of mind. It is a state of meditative absorption in which the mind becomes still, remains in the present moment, and is free of thought and all mental distractions. In Wan Buddhism, we often use the image of a mind that is clear and round, calm and tranquil free from discrimination and attachment. This is the state in which we can access our true nature, or our Buddha nature, which we all have, and begin to understand the nature of reality on a more intuitive level rather than a solely intellectual level. But how do we cultivate samadhi? Through meditation in all its forms, Quiet seated meditation, walking meditation, lying down meditation, chanting meditation, yoga, tai chi, and the like. There are, by the way, many obstacles to achieving a meditative state, such as a lack of focus or distracted thoughts or oftentimes sleepiness. But the greatest obstacle, obstacle of all is inconsistency and the simple failure to make time in one's day to do it on a regular basis. So, cultivation of wisdom. In the Eightfold Path, this is expressed as right understanding and right thought. Wan Buddhists often refer to this as inquiry into human affairs and universal principles. Master Sotisan wrote, this world is constructed through the principles of great and small, being and non-being, and is driven by the affairs of right and wrong, benefit and harm. Therefore, as the world is vast, there are infinite types of principles. As there are many people in the world, there are limitless types of human affairs. There's not enough time to capture these concepts in detail at the moment, but he gave us instructions for understanding and exploring these principles and thereby cultivating our wisdom. We do that by studying, observing, learning about human nature, about right and wrong, 
about benefit and harm, and about the principles that govern the universe. We study the scriptures, not just of Wan Buddhism or traditional Buddhism, but of all philosophies and religions. We do it by lecturing, by conversations, by questioning, by koan contemplation, and by keeping a journal to record our insights and awakenings. Interestingly, Master Soto-san cautions us to be careful about too much intellectual endeavor. He said, I urge you not to let yourselves be distracted by so many old complicated scriptures, but instead diligently practice by making use of simple doctrines and convenient methods. He also said, over time, the scriptures become so complicated that sentient beings lose their self-sufficiency. I particularly think this is very good advice for Westerners, because I think we so often get caught up in kind of complicated ideas and arcane concepts that we kind of lose track of the other two parts of the threefold practice. So let's move on to the last one, the cultivation of morality. This would include right speech, right action, and right livelihood in the Eightfold Path. So let's say we cultivated our concentration and equanimity and finally honed our wisdom. What good would all our mental concentration and learning be if we cannot put them into practice in everyday life? Master Sotasan said, this would be like a tree that has a strong trunk, good branches, leaves, and flowers, but bears no fruit. In Wan Buddhism, we call this third cultivation mindful choice in action. And it means that in all our actions, we mindfully choose what is right and beneficial to self and others rather than be tossed about by our sensory responses and heedlessly reacting without thinking to the situations in which we find ourselves. So how do we cultivate mindful choice? By cultivating heedfulness and by following the precepts. Precepts in almost all religions have a common core of values that includes honesty, the avoidance of killing living beings, the avoidance of stealing, the avoiding intoxicants and sexual misconduct. In some traditions, there are as few as five, and in others, there are hundreds. In Wan Buddhism, we have 10 to start and eventually add 20 more as we progress in our practice. Master Sotisan encouraged his followers to keep a daily diary in which we record how we handled our affairs for the day in order to analyze our behaviors and then hold ourselves accountable for our choices. Rather than view precepts as rules or commandments, I prefer to think of them as guides to wholesome behaviors and as stepping stones to happiness. Sometimes Reverend Wangong likens the threefold practice to a three-legged stool. If one leg is missing and the stool falls over, we hit the dirt. Just think of it as a useful guide to practice. And the key word here is 
practice. For example, it does no good to think about meditation or talk about meditation. It only helps to stop what you are otherwise doing and sit down and actually meditate. The threefold practice is all about applying our practice to our daily lives. It requires purpose and dedication. So, this is the threefold practice. I've heard several one-word encapsulations of the threefold practice from various teachers. Here are a few. Meditation, wisdom, and ethics. Mind, knowledge, implementation. Cultivation, inquiry, choice. And the simplest one of all, stop, think, and act. Put one of these in your back pocket and carry it around with you. Practice is what keeps us all on the path. Thank you.